Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow! I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Oh, welcome along to the Friday morning episode. Just before we began recording this, we um, somehow found ourselves talking about the first ever telephone call. How did we end up talking about that? Well, because there was a bad connection when we got on the line to each other this morning, and it sound we'd sounded mm. like two weird, old, confused Victorian men. Which, let's be honest, is increasingly what we're becoming. Because you feel were like, I said, with that, yeah, I said, "Hello, you all right?" And you went, "Yeah," and you said. Yes. <laughs> like you were someone who hadn't communicated on a phone call. And I was like, hello, are you okay, Mr. Dawson? Yes. yes. Affirmative. <laughs> Do you read me? And I said it sounded like the first ever, te- ever telephone call. So then we looked up the first ever telephone call mm. and it was very interesting, wasn't it? It's very, very interesting. I think we're going to do a deep dive of history box in uh, the mm. first ever te- telephone call. We'll give you a little bit of a teaser about what it was. It was a phone call between Alexander Graham Bell, who, of course, was the inventor of the telephone, um, and um, his, mate. his mate, Watson. What was Watson's second name? Thomas Ms. Watson. Thomas Watson. Not not to be confused with Doctor Watson, although it no. does. It's very easy thing to confuse because I reckon this was similar. Uh, it was Victorian times, wasn't it? It was eighteen seventy six. Yeah, everyone, everyone had a fucking sidekick called Watson. I think back then. It did. Yeah, I'll have one. And it, the first ever telephone called March, early March, eighteen seventy six. Uh, Bell called Watson and allegedly uttered the now famous phrase, "Mister Watson." Come here. I want you. <laughs> Imagine going to all that fucking trouble of him in a telephone and then that's the first conversation. I mean, you could have just fucking... They were probably in the next room anyway. Well, that'll be the thing. Yeah, they'll have been in adjoining rooms. What else it's was he meant to say? Come here. I, I would have thought... I'll tell you something really embarrassing. Um, all right about phone calls is that when I was younger, phone calls were a bigger deal, weren't they? Because you had to mm. go and sit by your phone, pick it up, dial the number. So it mm-hmm. was an event. It was an event in a way that it isn't now, where you just look mm. up a name, press it, whatever. Right. And what became... I noticed that as I tried to become um, friendlier with the girls in my school, yeah. I noticed that girls were quite into just calling each other up. That was like almost like a hobby. They'd right, just yeah. call each other up. So you'd see each other at school, but then in the mm-hmm. evening, you'd, oh, I'll call you tonight. Mm-hmm. And you'd think, what for? But that's what girls did. Boys don't do that. Chat, 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 chat. Looking for a chitty chat. Yeah. And um, so I became friendly with, with a couple of girls who were quite into this, and they started going, yeah, call me tonight. Ooh. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And I'd be like, well, what, why, why? Just call me. What will we say? Yeah, well, exactly. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> right? 
I was thinking, what am I supposed to say? And they're like, I don't know, just call me. I think their attitude was, being at home is quite boring because we haven't got the internet yet because it's in the 80s or early 90s, right? And, uh, you know, there's nothing on telly and I've finished my homework, so call up and we'll have a chat. I suppose it'd be mm. like now, you've got social media for that sort of shit. Oh, and I, I used to write, this is like when I was about 14, 15, I used to write out bullet points like a running order. Oh, I was sc- yeah. Andy. I'll admit to you now, and people who know me through this podcast or even in real life might find it preposterous the idea that I was ever concerned that I might run out of things to say. <laughs> and it's I must what keeps this podcast alive. I, I must admit, I never, I never did struggle when push came to shove. But I wanted a safety net, mate. It's like yeah, when you, when, I, when I used to do the radio, I wanted the producer to do a mm. meticulous running order. Would I ever observe that running order beyond the first five minutes of the show? Of course I fucking would. Of course not. Running no. orders are for Lampards and Tories, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. fucking need that shit. I don't need rules. I don't need boundaries. But it's nice to know they're there, mate. Yeah, and, I think it is. Oh, God, yeah, this, there was this girl. She actually ended up... I mean, it must have worked. She ended up being my first girlfriend. But before this was before we were dating. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I had bullet points. She must have been trying you out. So maybe, so you just the conversation would run dry. And you just reach for the card and then say something like, "So, uh, what do you think of the forthcoming proposed changes to the Weights and Measures Act, my dear?" <laughs> I see, Mister Lawson has raised interest rates again. What what impact might that have on inflation? I wonder. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. God. But it was funny because it was like bullet points, but about. I mean, I suppose it's a bit like this pod- podcast, although we've never ever had a running order for any of these no. podcasts, even from episode no. one. But it was like, it would say something, you know, the bullet points would be about an incident at school. Like, mm. talk about that argument in the <laughs> yeah, lunch yeah. queue or something yeah. like that, you know. Um, I used to do that and. Uh, yeah, I think you needed to prepare for phone calls in those days. You yeah, know? and uh, they what, were more what, of a. Pro- there was a production about a phone call. What do you plan to back your exercise books with this year? Will it be wallpaper <laughs> or will it be posters from Smash Hits? Or will will you go the whole hog and use a poster from Smash Hits and then secure and seal it with sticky back plastic from W. H. Smiths? <laughs> That, of course, is the professional route. I did it once with a picture of Tony Cotty, but I must confess, <laughs> my mother had to assist me. <laughs> the previous season, I hadn't used the sticky back plastic and it ripped within a week. It perished in my rucksack before I'd even <laughs> arrived at the lesson. <laughs> do kids still back, this, back their exercise books? I've do not your seen, kids do that? Uh, no, I've not seen it done. I saw a thing. I saw a letter from my kid's school when he started big school and it said that they had to do it. And we didn't get around to doing back it. Back your books. And no cons. one said anything. Back your but One piece of advice. Back your books or you're out on your ear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we haven't done it. So No, nah, it's think... not like... Because it, it used to be quite artistic and expressive. It was like a statement. Yeah. It was like... You know, it was like the shit you wrote on your bag. I, mean, I, I would cover mine in, in usually West Ham things, I think. Mm. I think as I got older, I might have tried to be pretentious and put on, like, cool... People used to, like, in the 80s the late 80s when I was at school people would like you know buy magazines like Sky or The Face and then like yeah. cut a cool advert out of it and like <laughs> stick that on do you know what I mean yeah 
Uh, you used to be able to get, I mean, I can't remember, I think it was like the last year at school, you'd get like, a, go to the army and navy stores and get one of them rucksacks that was like two oh, quid. Yeah, yeah they're you, good. You'd get a they're good for pen. drawing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah write your favourite groups on. The Smiths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. New Order. So everyone knew who you liked. I, I got one of them. Uh, I went to see my... Um, we had this uh, mad aunt called Auntie Ella, who I've probably spoken about on previous episodes. Cause it's, Not enough, I think. The sounds of it. I mean, Auntie Ella. And I, actually, me and my brothers years later, long after she was dead, we used to always say, get get the aunties in, meaning the Stellas. Or the Auntie yeah. Ellas, right? But Auntie Ella and Uncle Fred, they weren't our uncle. They were my mum's uncle and aunt, so they were our great uncle and aunt. Oh, right, yeah. They were quite a pair of characters, and uh, I went to stay with them one weekend. And they, in where they lived, there was like a fate, and mm. uh, I went to the fate, and they gave me some money, mm. and I bought the type of satchel that you are referring to. Yes, and I got a pen, and I remember sitting on that. I reckon I was, this, <laughs> I was at primary school, right? And I remember sitting on this fucking this park where the fate was going on. I thought this is great, and when, you know, I was aware, I was old enough to be aware that when you have that type of a satchel, an army surplus one, you have to draw shit on it. Yeah, so yeah, I got I got this pen, and I thought, what sort of shit do you draw on on it? So I probably <clears> wrote West Ham and wrote the Cross Hammers. Then I I was very keen on you know madness, you know the madness symbol, which is like a large M, and it's wearing yes. a little pork pie hat and a pair of shades. Yeah, I used, I used to draw that all the time. I think I used to draw that as well when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I used to love drawing that. So I drew that, and then <laughs> I thought, what else do kids draw on rucksacks? And I realised, I thought, I don't know, that you wrote on your, like from an American fucking teen film, you wrote the name of your sweetheart on your bag. <laughs> I think that's valid, yeah. I did not have a sweetheart, Andy. Ah, I I made one up. Did you put Sue Lawley or something like that? I did a heart with an arrow through it, and Tessa underneath, Sanderson. underneath, I wrote the name Louise. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my uncle, friend, and Auntie Ella going, "Oh, is this Louise then when she's at home?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's the girl I know from school. I really like her." There was no Louise. There was no Louise at school. But it's that thing. It's that thing. It's like when you sit at your pals. Yeah, yeah. I've got a girlfriend, but she goes to another school. You wouldn't know yeah. her. I know, but I was, telling, I was telling my elderly uncle and a uh, great aunt. My, I wanted to impress my elderly <laughs> great aunt, Auntie Ella. And uh, and yeah, and then obviously after I'd done that, I realised I could never actually take the satchel to school with me. Because, because I'd, I'd told yeah. a romance lie on the bag. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd made it obsolete from the moment I'd bought it. Bad planning that. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot now. I was going to say, I was going to tell you about my great aunt and uncle, my mm. favourite one, I had three. Mm. And it was um, Uncle Uncle Alf and Auntie Nan. Uh, her name was Anne, but she got called Nan for some reason. Um, and Uncle Alf, he had like a, a really pronounced limp because he had an accident when he worked mm. down the mines. Um, so he had a really pronounced limp and he was probably, I would say, early 60s when we first used to go around there. Yeah. And, but he looked about 80 because people did back then. Yeah, of course. Because they all did. 
And whenever you go in, he'd start pretend boxing with you. So he'd oh, limp yeah. across to you and he'd put yeah. his fucking jukes up and he'd be like, come <laughs> oh, on then, come on then. Like, and I, I'm like sake, five. I'm like, I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to fight people. I don't want to fight you. Anybody. Don't make me fight you. <laughs> so, so, then, so then he'd start hitting. He'd start lashing out. He'd start hitting. And the cunt hit hard. <laughs> It's like, ah, I don't like this. I don't want this. Stop hitting me, Uncle Alf. Fucking bang, 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 bang. Didn't have any kids of his own. So there you are. He uh, took it out on, on us instead. But the other thing was that whenever we were in the Christmas, we'd always get, um, we'd all, me and my brother, we're talking about like eight and five. Mm. We'd get a small glass of sherry. Whoa. A small glass of Harvey's Bristol Cream mm. at Christmas, which... Um, I don't know, the French are all right with that kind of thing, aren't they? Boozing their kids up. Yeah, I but mean, my, funnily, funnily enough, my wife, um, because she's of Hungarian stock, because she's half Hungarian, her dad was like giving her, would allow them wine at quite an early age. You drink, make strong for plough. <laughs> Soon we put woman in field to push plough. That way. <laughs> then no, we put woman in space. Then, then that way, no have to buy cow this season. <laughs> no ox for us. We use cow. Strong. We feed her wine. Spend money. Eat potato. Spend money. Drink wine. Spend money on more wine. <laughs> Simple uh-huh. economics. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she she did that. Uh, my daughter's got her fifteenth birthday coming up very soon. Mm. Yeah, a bit of logistics advice I need from you as a as a Certainly. father of um, older kids than mine. You, she's having her fifteenth. She wants to have mm. the girls round. She yep. wants them, I think, it's going to be about only like 10 people. Um, right. uh, five, four, uh, I think four of them will sleep over, she said, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, fine, but, you know, it'll be a squash, but whatever. And she is, but then she's, she's hit me with two things. One, can we have booze? I said, you can have Prosecco. I don't want any spirits, right? Yeah. She said, and then she's gone, how how much booze? And I thought, hang on about. What do, you, what do you mean? And like, my wife's got involved and said, well, you can have like a glass each. And my daughter's looked a bit humpy about that. Outraged. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. she said, are you going to be here? She So what she's saying is, I'm having what? my mates around. I want you to lay on a load of booze and then fuck off. And then fuck off out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, nah. a, I've got a few concerns here. I said, it's a bit either or. I'll fuck off, but not if I'm going to get a load of booze because I can't mm. leave you all alone in the house with a load of booze. Here's, here's one question, Andy. Do I have to ask mm. the permission of all the other kids' parents if I'm going to fucking make booze available? Because they're underage, these kids. That's a good question. Kids. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, ooh, fucking hell. I'd say you probably need to, yeah? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if one has a veto, it's a bit like how Britain was when we were still in the EU. We had a veto. We, yeah, we, we did. Which meant that if, if they put a law forward and we didn't like it, we cancelled it for everyone, right? We did. And, and then we got carried away with that and ended up cancelling our entire membership. It was really weird. We had like the best membership deal of anything we, ever. We did. Yeah. We did. I was talking about this with my kids the other day. We were saying yeah. like, you know, we were in the EU and, you we, know, we weren't being dictated to. We were a major part of it. And we even got to say when they brought in the euro, we went, nah, we're not having yeah. that fuck off. They let us and do all the rest what the of them fuck. Were like, 
We're yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. We, we had more privileges. I mean, it was a piss take how many privileges we'd negotiated over the years. It was absolutely yeah. incredible what we'd managed. It's like, we'll be in it. We want all the benefits, but we want to reserve the right to not have to do anything you tell us to, right? And they've gone, yeah, all right, fine. And yet, for some reason, we still want to go. But that's sort of... Um, that you know, in this situation with my daughter's birthday, if one of the mm. mums says uh, or the dad says, "Actually, I'm not comfortable with you laying booze on," then mm. what? I don't lay the booze on, or I turn around and go, "Well, it's being laid on either way, so your kid can better not come," because I can tell you now, it's going to be a fucking piss up, right? <laughs> fucking hell! I don't know. I'm trying to think back. Thing was, when my kid was around that age, it was lockdown time. Right, so when you she didn't was have sort of fifteen, yeah. sixteen. So yeah, we she missed out a big chunk of that whole yeah. pre eighteen getting pissed getting up stuff. Pissed, yeah, and then I go. Uh, the other thing was, I said like, if they stay over, our house isn't that big, and they will be all in my daughter's room, which is next door to my room. And mm. you know, it's like they'll all fucking stay up, won't they? Chatting, talking shit, and oh yeah, being, and being dramatic and that. And you know, don't thought my wife right? She's she cannot tolerate it, right? She will be, she is up and down. I've been like, I, I'll sleep for anything. I've got my sleep apnea machine now. It's fucking great. I just strap that onto my boat race and I'm out like yeah. a light, mate. So press the button and away you yeah. go. Good fucking night. <laughs> ah, Sam, Sam Delaney, check it out. <laughs> check it out. See you night. See you night, house cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Jalapeño. But my missus, she's a, she's a very light sleeper and she don't half get grumpy and she will be up and down and she'll be going, that's it now. That's enough. I'm serious. And the, the mm. most embarrassing thing for a teenager is one of your parents losing their shit at your mates. Yeah. Like, you can't lose your shit at their mates, like, almost under any circumstances. That's the worst, yeah, because yeah. they're just branded forever then. So I've politely told my good wife, I've said, listen, is it what we're going to do? 
We're not going to leave them unsupervised, but I think you and Len should go and stay at your mum's and leave it to me. Because I, yeah. I know that I'll, I'll be happy in my bedroom. I, I don't care. With your, with your machine strapped my fucking fist. weird mask on. It'll be, they'll come so, in, it'll be, I literally look like, you know in Star Wars when they're ill and they put them in a big tank floating about yeah. with a tube coming out of them. That's what I look like. Right. I mean, so if there's an emergency, right, you're the only adult in the house, you've got to leap out of bed with your fucking machine on your face yeah. and try and deal with nah, the emergency. I'll, un- I'll unstrap Don't it. Don't panic, everyone. <laughs> Daddy's here. Daddy's here. What is the problem? Have you drunk too much alcohol? <laughs> Does anyone need oxygen? <laughs> Breathe into this. Breathe into this. Ah, your dad's scaring me in my fucking pants weird bald man where, in his pants in a where, fucking mask where's your mum mum has gone mum is not here anymore I have sent her away <laughs> I am in sole control of the party <laughs> I have sent her away her temperament is not suited to this situation <laughs> <laughs> Please assemble in the front courtyard. <laughs> Where I will join you shortly and also further instructions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my daughter's going to be well chuffed that I'm left in charge. <laughs> it's such perfect, yeah. Yeah, uh, they'll be like, look, your dad is, um, your dad is super, <sighs> super fucking weird, isn't he? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he's fucking, yeah, yeah. he's off his nut. Yeah, you should hear what he does for a living. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what's going to happen hell. around mine. Fucking hell. But, mm, you know, I think... A lot of questions there. The, well, who knows what will happen? I just don't know. I mean, I don't know how I'll react <sighs> if one of them does try to, like... Because you never know what these teenagers are like. They might bring vodka with them, like smuggle it in. Well, I think, yeah, that might happen. But it's, it's all about what how much trust you've put in your daughter and, you know... Whether you think she will follow the rules that you've set I down. I think she will, but you can't legislate for the mm. others, can you? Are some of them mates arseholes? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're all really nice, actually, but they're, uh, I think some are more rebellious than others. Yeah. It's not that they're I, arseholes, you know, but they're I like... I don't know. You just have to go with this shit. This, this is rites of passage shit, isn't it? Yeah, c- completely. I think you do have to maybe consult the parents mm. of the other kids and make sure it's all right for them. I've I'll send an email out. Hello, none yeah. of you have met me because I'm a, quite an unfriendly weird cunt, but <laughs> I'm having all your daughters around my house. I'm sending my Doris away because she'll just lose her rag. But don't worry, I'm good as gold as long as no one gives me any shit. Anyway, the question is... <laughs> I'll sleep through it all because I've got this fucking... I've got sleep at now. If you do not know what that is... I have attached a link to the NHS website, which will give you an overview. Anyway, anyway that's not important. <laughs> I am teetotal and will be sober. However, I am laying on loads of alcohol for the children. Is this okay? <laughs> Tick below, yes or no. Be aware, if you say no, then your child can get fucked. They're not coming. <laughs> All the best, Sam. <laughs> but yes, look me up on Google. I am a noted and well-respected journalist. <laughs> I've attached a photograph of myself with my mask on. <laughs> Please click here Fuck. to subscribe to my podcast at Patreon. 
<laughs> it is great value. We deliver a huge amount of content through the week. It's an exclusive link to get the first week free. But after that, you need to sign up. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going to happen. But it's an adventure. It's an experience for all of us. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. The important thing is it will be great content. It will be inevitably fantastic content. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, you've got to, you've got to check with the parents and some of them, yeah, they might take the piss. You just don't know, do you? You don't know. They we'll take find the piss, out. they we'll take the out, piss, probably. you know. I mean, yeah. one thing's for sure, whatever they're up to, it's not going to be as bad as when we were kids because when we were kids, everyone just went out and did it. We were wi- what's called wild drinking. I think they write about mm. it a lot in The Guardian, the columnist. I've, I've discovered they something go wild drinking. Wild, do it now, yeah. wild drinking. It's yes. very invigorated. I discovered it during lockdown. I go to a park and I, I swig <laughs> high strength cider. <laughs> I sit by the canal and I drink my t- cider. A two-litre bottle of white lightning cider. <laughs> and I begin and... to shout at passers-by, you see. And it, it really is life-affirming. <laughs> Sometimes some older men will come along and we'll have sex in the bushes after a brief chat. And uh, sometimes I'll vomit. It's wonderful. Sometimes I will find Very old, freeing. old bits of scrap metal that I will take away. And one time I cut my hand on an old can I found and I had to have a tetanus injection, you see, to prevent infection. Um... Yeah, so wild drinking and just out and about. Now they, you know, they come over. Because, yeah. you know, our parents on the whole, our generation, I mean, my mum did used to buy me booze sometimes, but my mum's a bit of a, like, um, an anomaly. But the but generally speaking, parents didn't lay on booze for kids when they were under 18. Uh, but it's now it seems more common that they do. But it's not such a bad thing because they're going to fucking drink anyway, right? They're and we, do it anyway. we used to go out, get booze somehow or another, and then be out on a fucking common or in a park. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, large, that's yeah. not good. So I just think you've got to just fucking go <clears> with it, haven't you? It sounds quite middle class as well because you're laying on Prosecco for them. Oh, yeah, it's, just dead, cider, it's, so. it's, dead, it's dead middle class, you know. And there's no lads... Um, that would be the right. problem with leaving me here on my own. I don't think my wife would if they're lads because I'd have the Terminator out and I'd be like, yeah. Oi, what's going on here? Like, yeah. I'd be quick to sort of lose my temper because I've heard bad stories about my brothers having, when their kids were teens, having teen parties, but big ones. And like, lads mm. turning out and like, just fucking taking the piss. And then you end up having to clump some kid. And then their old man comes around and then it goes to hospital. Yeah, and then it's all police fucking, get involved. There's the old bill. You've got the to turn. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm on the roof of my house with the Terminator, yeah. like naked, but I'm wearing my mask. But you got the mask on as well. I'm wearing my mask. You cannot take me. And, I, and, I, and I'm shouting to the old neighbour. Yes, I struck a child. I struck a child, and I'll do it again. No one will take me. Throwing, bottle, throwing bottles <laughs> of my own piss off the roof at the police. There's no discipline in society anymore. <laughs> Bring my national service. <laughs> I'm up there with Nelson. Nelson's just enough is enough. I'll throw my fucking cat at you. <laughs> Nelson's just next to me. Well, calm down, Dad. So when's this all happening then? 
Uh, I think it's the 20... It's the week after next. Week after week next. after next. Yeah. Okay. I've got well, plenty, yeah, plenty cool. of time to mentally prepare and plenty of time to then update you all. Um, although, yeah. hang on, you might be away by the time this happens, in which we've got, case we've got I won't a be able bit to... Of a holiday break planned, mm. haven't we? Because we're going to uh, put some... Well, I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going to do something. If there is... I'll tell you what I'll do, right? If there is breaking content, like Mm. important content that we would usually do on, and you're away, I'm not going to say where you're going, but it's a long way, right? And uh, I will will post something maybe on the Patreon. Well, no, we can do do one on the Zoom, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because I'm going to take my fucking microphone. No, no, but I can probably do one on the Zoom. Yeah, we could just do a, 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 quick, a quick update. A quick update on yeah. the Zoom. If something, yeah, if, if I've been arrested, if, if I've struck a child, <clears throat> yeah, if so, or the house has been burnt down. You know, my mate burnt his flat down, and then he got what? my mate burnt his flat down, and he got sectioned for it. And I went, oh Christ! And, he, and I spoke to him the other day, and it, I didn't bring it. Oh, this is recent, is it? It's quite recent, and oh, I didn't, Jesus. I didn't bring it up to him. But I knew it had happened, and I said, "Where are you?" And he said, "I'm in a like a B and B." And I said, "What are you doing there? What about your flat?" I knew what I was doing. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but I wanted to lure him into it. And he went, well, "That's how you're Britain's top journalist, isn't it?" He went, "I burnt oh that yeah, I burnt that down." And I said, "Oh, why'd you do that, mate?" And he went, "Oh, I was just having a bad day, to be honest." <laughs> Fucking hell. And I thought, fucking hell, well, we've all had days like that where you just think, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to burn my own home down. Yeah, yeah, just we just don't always do it. No, but uh, he's, he's, yeah. had, he's had a few mental, he's had a few issues of the nut. Sounds like years, it, yeah. So. Yeah, they, like they, it. they chucked him straight in the old, um, don't know what you call it these days, can't call it a funny farm, I don't suppose. The facility... <laughs> They put him in a, com- a mental com- mentalist compound. A mental compound. <laughs> I don't, I don't know a, whether they're a... experimenting on him or what they're doing, but hopefully they'll get it fixed. <laughs> I was at the uh, the Metro Centre shopping while at Gateshead with my kids last night, buying some holiday clothes, and uh, me, me son and daughter had a little bit of an argument, as siblings yeah. do, yeah. and she described them as a walking issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's a good way to describe certain politicians, isn't it? Yeah. Walking issue, Boris Johnson. He is set yeah. to leave down in street. <laughs> that is great. So I thought it was funny, she thought it was funny, and the most important thing was he thought it was funny as well. T shirt so. idea, walking issue. A walking issue, yeah. Anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up? A uh, couple of things. The oh. the gate situation has been yeah. resolved. The gentleman who kindly offered me the gate heard Monday's episode in which yeah. we really, I mean, he could have taken legal action because we made a lot of assumptions. I think at one point we, we were speculating he, he wanted to come around and try and bum me. Um, but I think he, so. he didn't seem bothered about any of that. He just heard it, got straight in touch and provided me with some credentials. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm delighted for that. Now, he is... Um, he has made the fence. I sent him the measurements. He's made the gate right. already and sent me a picture. It looks fucking, fucking cracking. And I've had, and I, he's actually going to come to my... I trust him enough. He's established enough credibility mm-hmm. that he's... And let's not forget the key factor. He's made a gate for Michael Ball, right? That he's yeah. he, he is an official gatesman to Michael Ball. Yeah. And now 
He's We're my official about agent. So when he comes yeah. up, he's going to fit it for me, right? Which is even better. Right. He's going to come round and actually put it on. So that's great. Because that was going to be the problem you were going to attempt was, to fit. Yeah, it I, I, been I, he's made it now, and I will. Let's be honest, there's a very big chance I'll fucking break it, right? As yeah. soon as he gets it to me. So he said he'll come round. And when he comes round, he doesn't know this yet, but I can announce it now. There is going to be a ceremony, and it's subject to your approval, I'll tell you off air, he will be honoured in a yeah. special way by right. the IFS, right? Right. And I may post a video of it. And no, okay. it doesn't, it's not going to be sexual. But he's, you know, this geezer's coming to my fucking home <laughs> and he's going to fit a <laughs> gate. This is a great honour for him, for me. This is a big moment. Can I just ask, will you be wearing your sleep mask for it? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. There'll Is be there a picture of me. Oh, uh, the, if you're not on IFS Turbo, uh, you should be, because we have been having a sensational <clears throat> battle of the bands on there, in which people have voted every day. Mm. And we are almost at the quarterfinal stage of group stage. We're now in the last 16. And just to keep you a quick posting on that, um, you have to be RFS Turbo to follow this, but it's it's the Top Light Time Machine Hardest Bands World Cup. We're trying to establish who the hardest bands of all time are. Yeah. Yesterday, we had the closest game of the whole tournament so far, and there's been a lot. Right. Right. It's the last 16, Shaky versus Prince and the Revolution. So wow. Shaky had to that? take on the whole of the Revolution. Dr. Fink, Fucking Brown hell. Mark, Wendy and Lisa, the lot, right? And uh, Dr. Fink. Dr. Fink, yeah, in his mask. <laughs> Right, who carries <laughs> syringes with him. Uh, well, Prince of the Revolution must have won that, surely. Listen, at midnight last night, because I say <clears> voting <throat> closes at midnight, at midnight last night, and this is the first time it's happened in all the games we've done, it was precisely 50-50. And we had had close to 300 votes, right? 300 people had voted, and it was like 150-150. Jesus. And so I wouldn't have known how to settle that. But first thing this morning, a final vote came in, which I allowed because I thought we've got to have a tiebreaker. So it's convenient. Right. And that vote went to Shaking Stevens. <laughs> that vote was by Shaking Stevens. Yeah, apparently Shaky. <laughs> I looked it out and Shaky is now, subs- he subscribed especially. He wasn't already a subscriber. Um, <laughs> Just to be able to put the cast and vote in. Yeah, so Shaky's through to the quarters and we'll Fuck. face, uh, we'll find out the games today, today's games that are going on now, or one of them's going on now, Simple Minds versus The Sweet, which is a, mo- I, as I said in the little preview, if Sky had the rights to this, that would be the TV game, Fucking wouldn't it? hell. That would be <clears throat> That's a big one. 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Get on the sofa, get mum to Simple make some sandwiches, the get the fucking pot of tea on. This is the, the game of the weekend. Simple Minds yeah. versus The Sweet. And they will um, face uh, Shaking Siemens in the quarterfinals. Do you want to know where the voting is as we speak? It goes on till midnight. Please do. At the moment, we have Simple Minds on 76%, The Sweet on 24 hell. So at the moment, it looks like a romp for Simple Minds. I just think some of the, the, the turboists don't know who The Sweet are. They haven't had a proper look at Brian Connolly. I tried. Who, let's remember, survived forty-two heart attacks. I tried my best to find the hardest-looking picture of all these bands to do them justice, <laughs> and Len has been helping me a great deal, and is fucking obsessed with this hard band World Cup. Like every morning, he's checking Brilliant. all the dates. Go, oh, he's winning, 
and he and he gets the ump if the bands he, he wants to win don't win. He he has a go at me right. for not choosing a hard enough photo. He's going, of course they haven't won. Look at the photo you chose. They all look soft. You must have found a harder picture than that. <laughs> Needless to say, he is fucking desperate for madness to win. Madness are in the quarterfinals, oh, but they're taking on the Dubliners, right. who so far have been the form Ooh. team of the tournament. Ooh. It's all to play for them. It is, yeah. So there we are. That's got to be it. IFS Turbo. You get loads of other stuff with IFS Turbo as well. We do all sorts of bits and bobs that you've got to be fucking properly emotionally invested to <laughs> You don't. It's great for everyone. Get one for yourself and get one for your mum and dad it's as good well. Fun. It's well worth it's it. It's good fun. Uh, it's about the price of a coffee once a week, isn't it? Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Caffeine's bad um, for you, but we're great for you. Oh, we certainly are. Right then, that's it then. We'll um, be back after the weekend with more stuff and possibly a deep dive into the history of the telephone call. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 